and welcome to the Seeking Veganism podcast. My name is Jess and I am back with another episode. And in this episode, I want to talk about the six things you might get wrong on a vegan diet. And not only do I talk about experience, but also patterns or stuff that I see in the people that I work with, the clients that I work with, or other vegans or, or vegans or new vegans um, that they do and they could maybe profit from changing a little bit uh, when it comes to their diet and their lifestyle when it comes to veganism. So basically, uh, the first thing that I've noticed, and for those of you who are not vegan yet fully, or you're plant-based, or you're vegetarian, or you're thinking about veganism, a vegan diet does not always mean it's healthy. When it comes to a vegan diet, and probably the vegans that are listening to this know, you can have so much junk food nowadays, which I think on the one hand is great because of course it saves all of the animals, it's better for the environment. On the other hand, it's not that healthy. And there's like, I don't have to lie to you about those things, but processed foods in huge amounts is not good for you. And there are of course a couple of reasons. Uh, it's high in, in fat and in high in sodium. Uh, mostly also high in sugar and I don't need to tell you again but most of us know that these foods are not good for us. So the first reason or the first thing that I see um, a lot of people might get or might do wrong on a vegan diet is that they're too lazy and they rely on processed foods. So basically when you become vegan in 2020 it's amazing I'm proud of you but also with all of the amount of substitutes of vegan food, we might be confused on what to eat and we rely on all of the substitutes that we can find in a supermarket today, which again, I think it's amazing, but this shouldn't be the staple of your diet. So because you don't feel like cooking, you better grab those very quick you know, uh, ingredients or very quick products, which are very easy to prepare, and they make us overeat on those foods as well because they're highly addictive. Um, so trust me, like I also come from a background where I used to hate cooking. I didn't enjoy cooking at all. Like I remember when I was a student, all I really tried doing is, you know, cooking the simplest things, making a big batch of it and hoping I survive for a couple of days with this because I just really didn't enjoy it. And when I had the money, which wasn't the case when I was a student, I would go out and have something to eat. I also have to say that when I first became vegan, I started to really enjoy cooking. And I was surprised. I was like, how do I enjoy cooking that much? Like, I didn't expect um, to, you know, be eager to try all of those recipes and I started researching and I was amazed by the amount of stuff that you know we can eat as a vegan and so I would also suggest for those of you who are and you know who you are probably if you rely on processed foods a lot try to really look for your favorite recipes I know I've been to the US and if you're listening and you're currently from the US I know that there it's even like you even have a more variety of products which again, I think is great, but they're also not the healthiest. And I remember I had like those vegan mac and cheese, um, which was absolutely incredible. <laughs> and I have to say dirty at the same time, because I couldn't believe how 
like how much additives it had. I remember checking the label of it and I was like, wow, this is crazy. But it, it makes sense because it tasted really good. Auto, like on the other hand, I was very sick afterwards because I just wasn't used to eating stuff like this. But for example, instead of getting that, what about um, making your own mac and cheese? It's so easy. Um, there are so many, so many recipes out there that really um, are very easy to prepare and are healthy, healthier uh, than the, you know, the pre-packed processed junk food. Uh, so that is what I would suggest doing um, when it comes to just slowly eliminating all of the processed food out of your diet. And again, it's not about completely cutting it out, but not making it the majority of your meals. Um, the second thing is, and one thing that I've seen is that a lot of vegans might be eating the same foods all of the time, which is very convenient, of course, because you don't have to think about what to cook and stuff like that. But on the other hand, it can lead to a lack of not only variety, but also nutrients. Um, so it can, over time, of course, be very problematic. Um, that's why it's very important to include a variety of fruits and vegetables in a diet um, and really also maybe go with like seasonal products see what makes you feel best and just slowly you know try to rotate all of those fruits and vegetables to not always eat the same thing every day um, it's again it's good for a short amount of time but in the long term we should make sure that we cover a variety of nutrients um, also, otherwise, it's just going to get boring and you might get bored of the vegan diet and we don't want that, right? We want the vegan diet to be very nice and very enjoyable for us um, and also, of course, healthy at the same time. So the, the third thing that I've seen new vegans do is that they didn't do enough research. And again, I know that the internet is full of a lot of different information out there, which makes it very hard sometimes um, to know what to believe and, you know, who to listen to. And I completely understand. Um, but especially when you go vegan overnight, it's, it's recommended to really, you know, start doing a little bit of research, um, because there are specific nutrients that unfortunately might be a little bit less available in plant products or not available at all in plant products like vitamin B12, which, I'm pretty sure all of you have heard already um, and it's becoming a thing which I think is very, very important and, and, and good that people talk about it because once there is a deficiency in vitamin B12, this deficiency, this deficiency cannot be reversed anymore. And I think this is very important to remember and to take care of and just supplementing it all the time and not only supplementing it once a while, but really making sure to get the supplement in on a regular basis. Um, that assures that, you know, your body has all of the nutrients that it needs. And of course, when it comes to iron and, you know, as a woman, especially we bleed once a month. So this is also something we need to take care of. And this is very, can be very well done if we, we have a variety of plant products that we eat and not only rely on the same sources. Um, so doing a little bit of research and maybe even, you know, working with a nutritionist, um, just to make sure that there are no deficiencies in the diet, because sometimes we might think that our diet is pretty good and pretty well balanced, but we might be missing some uh, some nutrients. That's also why it's important to just um, get your blood tested regularly. 
uh, go to the doctor, get a blood test done, um, the full spectrum to make sure that there are no deficiencies. Um, the next thing that I've seen and also something I've seen with my own clients and with other girls that reach out to me regularly is that and also oh also something that I've done myself as well is that I ate way too many carbs and this is again something that I see in other girls as well and guys um, and this is for example when we rely too much on legumes as a protein source because at the end of the day if we look at the macronutrient bre breakdown of most legumes the carbohydrate is higher than the protein so um, I mean stuffing yourself with legumes thinking that this is the optimal protein source we're kind of wrong here um, and this can of course you know um, make us not only gain weight but it is very important to have a full spectrum of all of the different macronutrients so carbohydrates protein and fat otherwise uh, our body will have a difficulty with regulating bl blood sugar as well because if we constantly eat carbs we might also feel like we're hungry and we never really satisfied that's why protein comes into place as well because protein is needed for satiety um, and also for weight management um, and that's why most of us know that if you, you know, work out and if you want to build muscle, if you want to stay lean and build lean muscle mass, protein is quite important. And so on a vegan diet, uh, especially in the beginning, and again, I've done this mistake as well, that I always, I was always hungry and I didn't know what, why, because I would only eat legumes and vegetables. And that's all I thought was good to eat. But I quickly realized that, you know, when I started incorporating foods like tofu, tempeh, saitan, um, or like, for example, chickpea pasta, lentil pasta, they are higher in carbs, but they're still higher in protein that if you would just eat it like regularly, um, those things really improved. And also like protein powder, there's nothing wrong with protein powder. If you work out regularly, just include that once, once in a while into your diet, um, this, these things have made a big difference, not only in my satiety, I'm not as hungry anymore. Um, and it has also regulated my weight because when I first went vegan, vegan, sorry, I gained weight as well because of all the carbs that I was eating and I was never full and I was never satisfied. Um, so that is also one thing that I've seen also with other girls and guys. Um, the next thing that can be very problematic and something that I almost got into as well myself is that you restrict yourself completely on a vegan diet and you try to eat the healthiest foods that are available um, and actually with time this can lead to an eating disorder which is called orthorexia so um, with this kind of uh, approach of a vegan diet it can get very problematic because not only as a vegan you are already restricting a huge amount of you know, food products that are normal for most of us, um, or most of us, I would say most of society, uh, animal products have always been a, or have been a part of our society for so long that it's, it's common for us to eat animal products. So you're already cutting out those foods. But on top of that, um, if you try to have the healthiest and balanced diet, it can also re like lead to, uh, you know, just obsessing over constantly having the healthiest diets in your foods always like not allowing yourself any sugar any fat um, even like there's you know there's this trend where you don't eat any oils as well and I used to be there too and 
it's it can become a very obsessive thing and a very unhealthy thing as well of course because if it leads to an eating disorder we don't want that so i'm not saying like of course i just said like don't rely on processed foods in the beginning but a balance is the key and allowing yourself to have a little bit of sugar to have a little bit of processed foods um because these things are not going to you know kill you <laughs> basically um yeah it's, it's very important to just make to just make sure to have that balance in your diet and not obsess over healthy eating um and the last thing is to binge eat on the wrong things and this is this happens when you really don't know what to eat and especially when first new vegans come in i mean imagine a plate before you went vegan a plate of food what did you have on that plate most of the time if you went out for dinner you probably had the biggest part of it was an animal protein source let's say steak you maybe had a couple of broccoli pieces and maybe some potatoes something like this right so now or maybe a salad Let, let's say it's a salad and then as a vegan all of a sudden especially if you knew you're like okay i cannot eat animal products so what do i eat well vegetables and you you take away the meat but you end up you know being there with salad and broccoli and so you feel like this is all a vegan can eat and you end up binge eating on the wrong things and i'm saying this because again i've been there myself i've seen this with people that they feel like they're constantly hungry because they're missing the full spectrum of how a meal should be built and this is again why i always suggest working with someone working with a coach working with a nutritionist to really understand how a balanced meal should look like um and not overeating on one on one uh, macronutrient because this will you know like this will just make make you feel very restricted but also you end up feeling hungry you end up not having enough nutrients in your body it, it's a cycle that you don't want to get into um that's why yeah i mean i used again i used to be there myself i used to when i first went vegan i used to binge eat on uh healthy foods and i didn't understand what i was gaining weight because literally all i was eating was sweet potatoes and lentils and chickpeas and salads and um all of the healthy stuff that i thought was healthy you know a lot of grains and and i i i mean do you see that there's something missing i wouldn't add a lot of avocados i wouldn't add oils i wouldn't add nuts i wouldn't add tofu i wouldn't add uh some protein uh like actual protein into my diet and so this is what happened and i would never be satisfied and i would always be bloated um that's why yeah the right balance is what matters <laughs> um but yeah i mean that is basically it of all of the points that i wanted to share with you and again th this is something that i speak from of my experience but also that I, what i've seen with my clients and the girls that i'm coaching um so that's very very important to just make sure that um you feel good and you do you know you you make sure that um you follow a good diet basically and i know it sounds very like okay so what the hell is a good diet then but that's why i'm doing those those podcast episodes to really just try to make you guys understand that 
yes, it can be very simple, but you can also fall into the wrong things because I've seen it myself. I've experienced it myself. I see it with others. So yeah, basically that was it for this podcast episode. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Um, let me know if you did uh, on Instagram and iTunes as well. It would um, mean a lot to me if you could leave me a rating over there. Um, other than that, I wanted to thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing week and I will be recording a new one very, very soon. <laughs> Take care.